Welcome to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today's poem is by Christine Perrin. She's a teacher at Messiah College and in the Gordon in Orvieto semester from Gordon College. She's a recipient of an Academy of American Poets Prize, and her work has appeared in various journals, including the New England Review, Image, Triquarterly, Blackbird, Christianity and Literature, The Crescent, and others. And she is the publisher of The Art of Poetry, out from Classical Academic Press. Her most recent collection is called Bright Mirror. Uh, Christine is a friend of mine, full disclosure, but this is a poem that I really love, and it's a great poem for spring, and I did want to share it with you. So... Despite her being my friend, I don't feel any, any uh, shame in sharing this poem with you. It's always a little bit weird, though, reading a poem by a friend, um, because they can, they can get back at me for, for abusing their words. Um, but this poem is called The Book of Nature, and again, it's from Bright Mirror, which came out a couple years ago. This time it was spring, because I can remember grass piercing the wet earth like needles that sew disparate cloth. The wilderness seen from an airplane or the many homes of childhood of starting new. Heart jaggedly pieced and compassless, I'd step into the woods pretending a course, interested less in true north than how to get to center, how to be anywhere besides the dark green edge. I'd walk under the tree-broken sun and crack skeletons of last year's leaves beneath my feet, trying to source or hedge the loneliness which is near to me still in detail. A spider's silken sack on the leaf whorl, fur in the bear scat, a gray gilled mushroom that felt like my thigh with its smooth, sun-deprived inside, a tree torn out by root, the hollow space pooled with rain from which I drank and bathed my face. Lost, yes, but deep in forest, immersed. I love this idea of wandering toward the center being out in the forest, wandering towards the center, um, not one, not worrying about making it due north or um, finding some particular um, direction, uh, you know, some particular particular way, but wandering towards um, some inner peace. You can't use a compass to get there. You can't use a compass to get to the center. At best, you can pretend that that course is going to follow, you know, who's going to take you where you need to go, take you to a place of peace. She says, I'd step into the woods pretending a course. Interested less in true north than how to get to center, how to be anywhere besides the dark green edge. This is one of those things I think a lot of people, a lot of us um, can empathize with. Sometimes, sometimes the, the worst place to be is the dark green edge. You feel like you're wandering there aimlessly as if um, you see what's outside of the forest and you see what's inside the forest, but you can't get quite to either. I think that's some really rich uh, imagery for, for loneliness. And I think sometimes uh, images of loneliness, thoughts of loneliness get, um, get enhanced in the spring with the fresh grass and the, the blooming roses of the azaleas here in the south. Um, the, the snow melting away for, for some of you, although some of you, I think just got snow, (laughs) uh, despite it being May things coming into life again can be both uh, deeply encouraging and also, um, can also create some inner dissonance. And sometimes what we need is to wander towards the center, to find our way towards the center, not towards true North, um, but 
towards some sort of center. So I imagine um, the poet, or I can imagine myself walking in the woods, searching for that center. Perhaps prayer is involved. So um, sometimes being lost, as she says, is the way to get to the center. You, when you're lost, you, you're not finding some true direction, some true north, but being lost, being immersed um, in the world that is not your own um, can, can sometimes get you out of a funk, uh, um, can help you process loneliness. Um, now, there's a, there's, a, <laughs> there's a lot that, you know, anxiety, depression, sadness, loneliness are common, common things that are addressed by poets. I think because many poets are processing those things. Um, I mean, almost all humans process those things. Everybody does at some point. But um, poets, you know, often process them through their poetry. And so a lot of poetry deals with those sorts of things. But I think all of us sort of can, there's this universal thing where we say, I need to take a walk. I need to get away and take a walk. You need, you, I need to, to think and um, get my bearings um, it's a common refrain, I think. Uh, you need to take, take a deep breath, take, get some fresh air. We, you know, there's all these different things that we say. But I'm just, I, I just love this imagery of, true. we think of true north as sort of uh, the guidepost. Like we just need to aim for that. But sometimes that's easier said than done if it's helpful at all. So I think this, this, poet, this uh, poem gets a heart, at the heart of some of these dissonances and these, these dichotomies. So here is once more Christine Perrin's The Book of Nature. This time it was spring, because I can remember grass piercing the wet earth like needles that sew disparate cloth. The wilderness seen from an airplane, or the many homes of childhood, of starting new. Heart jaggedly pieced and compassless, I'd step into the woods, pretending a course, interested less in true north than how to get to center, how to be anywhere besides the dark green edge. I'd walk under the tree-broken sun and crack skeletons of last year's leaves beneath my feet, trying to source or hedge the loneliness, which is near to me still in detail. A spider's silken sack on the leaf whorl, fur in the bear scat, a gray, gilled mushroom that felt like my thigh with its smooth, sun-deprived inside, a tree torn out by root, the hollow space pooled with rain from which I drank and bathed my face. Lost, yes, but deep in forest immersed this has been the daily poem thank you so much for listening and i will be back tomorrow with another poem for you